to episode number 66 of the Nonsense Review. I am your host, as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. And just for those of you who are listening and unaware of the behind-the-scenes shenanigans, uh, when this when we normally record the podcast, I'm going to be occupied that day, so this is being recorded in advance. In fact, so much so that we literally recorded episode 65 yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. But we're still keeping in keeping for the May the 4th month, and I believe this is the last one, isn't it? This is our very last episode, which is Firefly. I love Firefly. Rick's never watched it. Yeah, this is true. This is true. A bunch of nerds have told me to go see it, and I go, cool, I'd put that on my rainy day list. But apparently, a global pandemic wasn't a rainy enough day, so today's the day. <laughs> yeah, you said that about a lot of things that, we've re- that have been recommended your way. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of nerds. As you guys who watch the podcast more often than not probably remember, we like to briefly touch upon our weeks before we actually do the review. However, we can't really do that. We did that yesterday. So instead, we're going to borrow a segment we like to use over at the Nonsense Retrospective. And what's the name of that uh, segment, Rick? The Nonsense Asinine Hypothetical. And do you have one for me today? I do. This one's got caveats to try and stop it from being ultra boring. Okay. Okay. You lead a... Basically, you are a wannabe emperor, a ruler, as it were, of a, of a vast territory. You have to appoint three people, a strategist, a grand marshal, and an enforcer. The caveats I'm going to throw here is you only get the people's acumen abilities. You don't get their... Like, you can't say Gandalf and you have access to Gandalf's magic. You only get his mind and his leadership qualities. Uh, the second caveat is... There's no Star Wars because you're a cheater that way. Shit, so I'm going to pick Thrawn. <laughs> Do you need any further elaboration? Um, Is this a global territory or a space territory or what? Just say Earth. Earth, okay. So, shame of no Thrawn because Thrawn's a good pick for the strategist. Thrawn could equally be a, a quality Grand Marshal. Oh, he could, yeah. But um, There's a real thin know. line between strategist and Grand Marshal, let's be real. There is, yeah, yeah. Like, some strategists are better on the back lines. Yeah. Um. So, Grand Mar- for those of you uh, unaware listening, uh, Grand Marshal employs, uh, oh, sorry, implies a more direct role on battlefields. That, that's yeah. the distinction we're drawing between the two. Although we do know it's a bit more nuanced than that. Uh, I'm going to jump in right at the other end, and for my enforcer, I'm having Andre the Giant because if you fight Andre the Giant, you're an absolute shit heel, and the entire army is going to be fired up to the maximum. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to assume we're keeping kayfabe for this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kayfabe, oh, Andre the Giant. Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Also, as a human being, he was, like, such a really nice guy as well, so... Yeah, but not very much... Like, uh, he had gigantism, which means his bones were not good. He was in constant pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm going in at the, the, the light and fluffy side, but not exactly that light and not exactly that fluffy, but still the kind of guy you want to give a fist bump and a hug to, you know? He does have a real critical weakness, though. He is definitely afraid of snakes, as is everyone who ever wrestled Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, boy. <laughs> That, that was the gimmick. Every single person who had a feud with Jake the Snake had to be deathly afraid of snakes. Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's my enforcer. My, I think my strategist, I might have to go with Sun C. As strategist and not Grand Marshal. Because people can look up to him. Again, I feel like that. Hey, it's your pick. You do what you want. I'm just, uh, I'm just like, uh... Yeah, like you say, it, the, the lines are very blurry on these two. Like, to be honest, I don't know if I've got much of a better pick for either of them than him. <laughs> I don't I don't think he'd be a good pick as a strategist because he himself had strategists. Okay. You know? Okay, I'll make him I'll make him my grand marshal. That makes a lot more line. sense for that particular person. Leliana. <laughs> Who? Leliana from Dragon Age. Oh, okay. 
She's a very good strategist as a spymaster. Yeah, but I don't think she'd be a very good strategist in leading armies and supply routes. Maybe not, but she's good enough as a spymaster to basically make up for that. I'm going for the story that can be told, not the perfect. Right, game, gotcha. You so know? the story is told that uh, your <laughs> your budding empire dies in its first few days. <laughs> oh, it doesn't die, but it has it has roadblocks to overcome. There may be other stronger empires, but then we're the underdog and therefore have to win for the sake of the story. Mm, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I think this gets crushed very early on, but oh well. That that's your oh well. that's your team. Congratulations. <laughs> but yep, my one for you is we're watching a space western today, and rather than the low hanging fruit of what else we did do in space, I'm going to say where else would you say you could set a western and have it as a fun and interesting concept? I, I mean, it's a bit of a flawed question because <laughs> uh, westerns are just samurai films. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? So westerns themselves are just samurai. Samurai things, but set in the West. Spaghetti samurai, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I'm not even joking, um, you know, and I can't really think of anything. Like, it's more like, what genre do I want to see Western combined with? Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't, I don't think it does well as a subgenre. Do you not? Okay. That's my own personal you, take. And like, we've seen space several times. You don't want to see a kaiju Western or... No, how the fuck would you do that? Have a giant cowboy fight Godzilla, Godzilla would win, so who cares? <laughs> Yeah, now that I've said it, it doesn't sound quite so good. But we knew going in that today's question was going to be a crap one. <laughs> Vaguely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. However, the episode is long, so having a having a short segment wasn't a bad idea. But yes, today we're watching Firefly. We're watching the very first episode, the proper first episode, Serenity. We're not watching whatever fucking bizarre choice of an episode they decided to broadcast when this first aired. Um, I don't know if you know about that, Rick. I didn't. Yeah. All I know is that Fox were shits about it, cancelled it halfway through, and as well as is this episode being called Serenity there was a movie called Serenity which is the only thing I have seen from this franchise and I saw about the first two thirds of it and I couldn't make any sense of it yeah no shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly I know right <laughs> There's 13 episodes of lore context. I knew of River Tam from XKCD because XKCD was obsessed with River, T- River Tam in like the 20 hundreds. Yeah. Um, the 2000s, that's what they're called. But yeah, Fox were real shits from the beginning because the I never watched Firefly when it first aired. It came out in like 2000, I want to say, and I was not even 10. Before 2007, definitely. But Fox uh, were shits from the beginning by playing the damn thing out of order when it first came out. Oh boy. Which, you know, talk about set up to fail. Yeah, they gave them a bag of nails and say, these are for your coffin. Anyway, Rick, uh, we're doing Firefly today, so uh, yeah, do you want to do your usual countdown so people can watch along? Yeah, Firefly, season one, episode one, on Disney+. Plus. Three, two, one, and go. I hope you got the volume turned down, because we start with explosions. I did. <laughs> I preloaded this bit just to make sure it was working. <laughs> and the subtitles just say indistinct shouting. To be fair, it's a good subtitle. Fuck me, it's still too loud. I've barely got any sound on, and it's still fucking loud as piss. <laughs> I suppose it is a war scene. It is. So, this initial shot really does not set the tone very well for what the series will be, because this is a flashback. Yeah, I'm guessing so, because isn't it most of it basically on the... Um... The new Millennium Falcon, as it were? Not really. Most of it's set on the planets they go to. Okay. But they do go to the... Yeah. By the way, the ship's called Serenity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this show gave many a nerd a man crush on Nathan Fillion. As well it should. He's a very handsome gentleman. That's one way of doing it, eh? Yeah. 
I, I also suspect that this gave many a nerd a um, appreciation for more muscular, strong women in the form of Zoe. Yeah. Although it has been a thing for quite a while. Oh, absolutely. But again, I would have been like 10. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has an awakening. For most people, it was Xena. I think my awakening was technically Shigo from Kim Possible. And she wasn't, e- and she wasn't even that mouse- muscular. Yes, yeah. The only skin that she showed was her face. <laughs> I just always assumed that she was ripped. Yeah. Athletic as fuck. Hmm. Now, we haven't seen my favorite character yet, and I'm. It's not a controversial pick, but Wash is, but hands down, the best character in the show. Okay. I'm gonna have to learn the characters before I make an opinion on this. I, I do on on quite regularly because I know fucking Nathan Fillion from other things. I do regularly call him just Nathan Fillion as opposed to Malcolm Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> or the or the Cade Six. Well, true enough. Man, they fucked up killing off that character. Yeah, because he was the only character. They fucked up just with that game in general. Like they released the first game as a bunch of clodged together fucking Dark Souls Two spaghetti code. And then the second game, they wanted to make into a live service, and they've done their best to try and do so, but it's been garbage. It's one of those problems where, is it Bungie? Yeah. Yeah, Bungie had a falling out with their publisher, basically, in that their publisher didn't want X, but Bungie wanted wanted X. So it's like, it's never going to end well when the publisher and developer don't have a shared vision. Yeah, here's the weird thing. Bungie wanted to get away from being beholden to Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So they sold their soul to Activision, which, as we know, is a million times worse. We knew then, and we know now that it's multiple millions of times worse. Yep. And now they've been bought by by Sony, so... What, Bungie's been bought by Sony? Yeah. I fucking missed that news. Yeah, it was as a response to... Oh, yeah, because Microsoft now owns Spyro and Crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what fucking world do we live in? Yeah, Microsoft bought, like, the big thing that has everything. And then Sony keeps buying a bunch of little guys out from under other people's noses. Yeah. Monopolies are not good. Yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. Is this guy going to be severed below the below the waist or something? They never go for too graphic, even during these uh, grim segments. Fair enough. Oh man, this bit's too real. There's no way, there's no better, swifter way to make a jaded soldier than having them put their very body and livelihoods on the line continuously and still being burning for the fight, only to have High Command go, nah. Like, fuck, it's one of the reasons why, um, well, there he goes. Uh, it's one of the ways that, um, Hitler managed to capture the, um, public of the German people. Mm. The public. The hearts of the German people, I should say. And six years is not a long time to put that shit to rest. No, it's not. 
Like, this is nightly nightmares. Oh yeah, Jane's a guy's name in this. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because because this is set in the far future. Everyone um, everyone speaks English, but every so often they throw around Chinese um phrases. Okay. Because language has evolved. Get loads of hints of that because get you got to be reminded from time to time that yeah, this is set in a future. The grim darkness of the far future, where there is only cowboys. Uh, and space savages. <laughs> Man, an orc western would have gone pretty well, actually. Sorry? An orc western would have gone pretty well with them just trying to approximate. I mean, I've got, to be, I've got to be honest with you, the overwhelming evil in this universe can be equated to orcs. Yeah. <laughs> but it's worse because they're just people. Like, weirdly, orcs are probably the most honest race in 40k. Yeah. By the way, this is Wash, and he is the best character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we go. I've heard that. uh... (laughs) Uh, You're also familiar with this actor. Almost certainly. Um, Okay, I've forgotten his first name, but his surname's Turdick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm familiar with him as a voice actor. <laughs> yeah, he's a voice actor in plenty of things. You've seen him in Rogue One. Mm, yeah, he was the he was the sarcastic HK-47 analogue. Yeah. They need to do some... Once they're done with the shit they're doing, they need to do some TV shows set in Old Republic time. Yeah. Well, they're doing the High Republic. It's, um... It's like a thousand years before the films, rather than three thousand, four thousand. I guess that makes sense, because you want to keep the Old Republic open for the tabletop games and whatnot, for people to do their own thing with. Yeah, the only downside is a thousand years is very soon, compared to certain characters' lifespans. This is like, within living memory of Yoda's relatives. That's fair. Also, fuck me, um, this actress as well, I can't remember her name, but like you, I also had a friend who had something for her for some reason. <laughs> It's also very weird to have something known as the Alliance be the de facto antagonist. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I think that was what they were aiming for, though, I guess, right? Like, trying to subvert the viewers' expectations. You're used to having the Alliance be the good guys. I w- I'm not entirely sure, to be honest, because I-, I don't know the writer's um, motivation. Also, I believe this is another Joss Whedon thing. Hmm. Um, I think I've remembered a thing from the movie of the villain going, yeah, I know I'm a piece of shit. The world I'm trying to build has no place for someone like me, but it needs to be done, kind of thing. Yeah, that is a big part of his spiel. Yeah. And the way they deal with that villain is pretty uh, pretty cool. I forget, so I'm going to be surprised again. See what I mean about just the occasional uh, Chinese phrase? Yeah, and then sometimes I'll just go speaking Chinese. <laughs> well, they're not going to translate that.
How sour grapes do you have to be to stop people from, you know, earning a living from things that have been literally discarded for multiple years? Oh, this is fresh, dude. Fair enough. <laughs> it's just a barrel of shit. <laughs> It's a good trick, though, you've got to admit. Yeah, yeah. This... You, load up an you load up this, like, little tiny vessel full of all of the communication equipment that you'd need from something bigger and more important, and yeah. yeah this is literally Han Solo tricks. Yeah. I think Wraith Squadron do something similar as well at one point. Fair yeah, but that's books, no one reads those. True. Um... But they are they are pretty good. In case you couldn't tell, this was a space western. Listen to the music. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to get the opening theme in a minute. It is important to note that at least the only reason they got away is because the commander is a good person. Yeah. Like, the one commander is fundamentally good. Even though he's prejudiced against, you know, scavengers and thieves. Well, because it like, lawfully good means the law is you're scavenging and that's illegal. Mm hmm. How, however, he does prioritize saving human lives over, you know, kneecapping some scavengers. Yeah, at the very worst, he's lawful neutral. Yeah. I think lawful good is literally obeying the law, even if um, the law's stupid. That's why I think that yeah, isn't that isn't that the joke as to why paladins are lawfully dumb. Yeah, lawful stupid. Yeah, <laughs> there's an entire stupid axis. There's like there's lawful stupid. There's stupid good, stupid evil, and chaotic stupid. Sure. Oh yeah, we've got Baldwin in this. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jewel State. That's the actress's name. I don't know why my buddy had such a. Fi well, I do know why. She's very cute, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, Summer Glau is the one that everyone used to go nuts over in the noughties. Sure. That... Even though she's a teenager. <laughs> well, funny enough, in the noughties, that's what I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, pure copper, is it? Ah, oh, better than that. I'm. I can't rightly recall, but I'm pretty sure that that stamp is like this belongs to us. If you find this, and it's not us, kill. Yep. So I'm guessing Firefly is the technical term for any gang of outlaws that have a ship, right? Firefly is the class of ship they're flying. Okay, okay. Because it had a glowing ass, like a like a thunderbug. I guess that might be the reason, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Once again, Han Solo tricks, by the way. Yeah, open up an entire panel that you can climb inside of. Yeah, except that's not the purpose. We we learned that even in uh, in A New Hope. Yeah. 
Oh. I do, I do like that's immediately from duct tape her mouth so she can't talk and then throw her in prison. <laughs> yeah. Because <Yeah. laughs> she's so annoyingly <laughs> cheerful. Yeah. I do like that. The immediate like of, oh yes, we'll be rich. Ah well, less poor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then it boils down to yeah, able to have a bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like how Wash um doesn't quite have the backbone to do this himself, so he gets his wife to do it. Yeah, it's like, it's like hiding behind your mum and getting her to complain at McDonald's that you you ask for no pickles. Uh, but we do also have the double-edged thing of we know that these two fought in the war together, hence the flashback at the beginning. Yeah. So. So got- yeah, so they do have some kind of shared crisis camaraderie. Yeah. Just going to be quiet for the sex scene because it's very important we hear all of those noises. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of, like, fan service shit in this show. Yeah, I've... I've not heard that part of it, so it must not be that important. It's not important and it's somewhat tasteful. Like, you don't see stuff, but you get stuff like this where there's a lot of skin on show. Fair enough. I'm guessing it's a bit like Game of Thrones where... Oh no, Game of Thrones yeah. is, is awful for it because they just show tits and arse and everything for no reason. Yep. <laughs> well, it was written into the book, so they have to reproduce it because it's HBO and it's classy. It's not... It, no, it's not. It's far from classy. No. no. <laughs> it's muddy nudity. <laughs> Like, not having seen it, I have seen the meme of Egret ridiculing Jon Snow until he realises where his mouth is going. Hmm. Yeah, the, the joke is uh, when you shoot the one man in Westeros who knows how to go down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this is this uh, this character getting really pissed off because if he can't tell already, she's essentially a prostitute. And, yep, yep. uh... That bloke just got pissed off because uh, it was like, oh, our time's up, and now he's pissed off. Oh, you probably rigged the clock, blah, 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 blah. Man. It's one of those things where she has no... uh, We find this out later in the thing. She doesn't have any shame for her uh, profession, because their profession isn't explicitly prostitution. It's like, that's part of it, but they're... um, I think their official term is companions. Yeah, yeah, companionship. Yeah. Paid companionship. So it's not it's not always about that element of it, but uh, obviously a lot of people who aren't very well educated are don't know that and boil it down to oh you're a whore and she does not like being called that. Yeah, like even in real life, technically they're escorts and you still have to woo them. 
<laughs> technically. Well, that's the legal profession, sure, but the yeah, yeah, legally, less legally. monitored one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you know, that's that we get. Oh, we're getting political. Oh. <laughs> Um, speaking of political, uh, I saw an article the other day that really tickled me. Oh. And that was, uh, it was a Fox article, so that should tell you all you need to know. Of, okay, um, so, like, tongue is firmly in cheek for people with brain cell to rub. Yeah, and that is, uh, the, the headline of the title was, uh, Star Trek goes where it's never gone before, tackling rogue politics. Oh, yeah, like, as if it wasn't doing that in... The original series. Like, it cut to the creator and uh, after saying, yeah, um, when did it start doing this? And it cuts to the creator, who I'm pretty sure is dead now, uh, just going, in 1966. Yeah, <laughs> like, Agent, Uh- Agent Uhura, like, being one of the first black actresses to be actually portrayed with respect. Yeah. And yet she was still a bridge bunny. Yeah. Man, it took them a long, I'm sorry, this, this shot's yeah, making so. me sad now because this actor's passed. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's a good comeback to someone who's... Using your age and trying to be friendly about it, calling you gramps and like, eh. yeah, <laughs> no kids, no grandkids, jog on, buddy. Yep. It's also quite interesting seeing that um, uh, in the future they don't have future guns. Hmm. Well, they don't need ch- like. Gunpowder guns don't need charging. No, I get that. So if you're in a limited electricity settlement, then yeah. There's a benefit to past guns. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they don't say goddamn in this show. Oh yeah, it's Goram, like fucking uh, Zaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the other way around, but yeah. Zaid is like Firefly. Well, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. This is from like 2011 or whatever. God, I can't believe Mass Effect's so old. That's Mass Effect 2 as well. Mass Effect 1 was like 2009. Mm. Is that the first time he gets his full name given as well? Yeah. Because well, everyone calls him Mao or Captain, doesn't they? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough.
that's a real bad thing to be. It is. Well, except his tie is not around a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. The reason why I don't like this particular character very much, that is Badger, is uh, being from this part of the UK, I know people who act like this because they think they're really big bollocks because they talk like that. Yeah, and they normally have multiple hundreds of pounds worth of chains, which would be multiple thousands of pounds worth of chains if they were real. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that said, I do like the bowler hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like hats. I wish that they weren't as stigmatised as they are right now because of neckbeards. Yeah. Like, I like fedoras. I think they're good. However, I'm a large gentleman. And it immediately puts you in a pigeonhole that has been carved out for us by people that we do not in any way want to associate with. Yeah, incels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's just part of the problem, but you know. Yeah, incels, neckbeards, and... Yeah. Also, I hang around places that those people go to because, you know, there's a bit of a crossover with hobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was I was going to the dark place with that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I meant, like, Games Workshop and card shops. Where the fuck were you going? I was going, like, oh, yeah, they hang around schools. I don't... Why would I <laughs> hang around a school, Rick? Like, like I know you don't, but, like, that's where my brain went. Because that's where incels go, you know, to pick up the 13-year-old girlfriends. Uh, the show is interesting. Yeah, the show is better. The show is better than my stupid imagination. I think they're strawberries is what he bribes them with. He doesn't mind her calling him Grandpa. Oh, okay. (laughs) He does bring it up, but he's not as combative about it. Yeah. That's a very uh, pragmatic way of looking at things. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nothing (laughs) i do like how we're how long are we in we're 25 minutes in and pretty much the the entire main crew we've got a general vibe as how everyone reacts to certain things yeah yeah like it's doing a good first episode job of introducing main cast yeah, not not so much in bite-sized chunks, but like in relation to other characters as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that writing one hundred and one urgency. Hmm. Oh, right, cool. Reavers is the big overarching threat in the universe, by the way. Yeah, they're like fast zombies. They're they're orcs. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I saw the, like, as part of the movie, it reveals how they are made. Oh, cool. <laughs> to be fair, they show you how how they uh, make even more in uh, in an episode of the se- series. Okay, I've not seen that part. But yeah, I've seen the the planet where they... Oh, those are the OG ones, yeah. Yeah, the OG planet where 90% of people just, like, gave up and died. And 10% of people, the drug went the other way. And made them super hyper ultra violent. Yeah. I guess it's nice for him to be respected for once, you know? Yeah. Simon doing his best Matt Murdock cosplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if Matt Murdock's going to show up in the She-Hulk show. I don't know, but we did get the announcement about two days ago about getting another Daredevil series on Disney+, Plus. so anything's on the table. I mean, they both have the shtick of doing superhuman defense attorney things. Yeah, except um, Daredevil tends to neglect the defense attorney things in favor of being a vigilante. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas She-Hulk tends to... well borders on more doing the defense attorney stick and then but I'm also big buff Hulk level power so sometimes I will just sort problems out yeah yeah it's less that she's a hero more that she happens across things that need solving like it's a good defense attorney to have in a courtroom when I don't know trying a super powered human in case they do something yeah yeah a literal defense attorney Aha, you're fired Oh, if only. <laughs> I can't fire you if I don't pay you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Before people bitch, I don't pay him because we don't make any money. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Man, if only we had a Patreon, we could have no people visiting it. Yeah. Problem with a Patreon is, like, if we were lucky, we'd probably get, like, one person contributing, and then it would be like, cool. We get $5 a month, and now we have to do all these extra additional things because we said we would. Yeah. <laughs> Man, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be really funny if it was someone who, like, was doing it for a gag just to make us do a thing? <laughs> I don't care. That means they care enough to, you know, fling money at us. Yeah, fair enough. If you give us $400 a month, we'll do one episode a month just for you. Any subject. Yeah. We want you to do a <laughs> review on Bible Black. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll just bring back nonsense for you after dark. No, that's never coming back. <laughs> no, it's never coming back. <laughs> the running gag is that it's never coming back. It never it saw the so light shit. of day. It was so shit. <laughs> we thought it was going to be good and it wasn't. It's a very good defense in the conversation of Alliance says jump. 
And they do effectively rule the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how everyone brings that up. <laughs> and of all the people to be concerned about it, he's the only one that's not. Yeah. But then again, it's it, him and Zoe are the only two who really... Well, and I suppose um, Jane know that uh, if they don't get money for this um, this stuff that they stole, they're going to um, not be able to fuel the ship for a while, which means yeah. end of the business, end of the crew, end of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this is just cruel, this bit. I can't watch. I'm cringe. I've not seen it before, therefore... Yeah, get ready. Yeah, Mao's a dick. Hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, there we are. <laughs> Being a bit of a dick, there we go. A bit of a dick is kind of putting it mildly, too. Yeah, just engineering, like, an entire field of fallacies. <laughs> a minefield to navigate. Yeah. And here we get the strawberries, there we go. Yeah, fresh as well. Big and plump and juicy. When all you when all you have to eat is protein powder of of all the colors of the rainbow, as Mao put it, strawberries must be godsend. Yeah. And hey, wouldn't you know it? That's a good outlook on life. Yeah, yeah. So what have we learned about Mao? Yeah, he's 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 not stopping he's not stopping food to let anyone else's mumbo jumbo get in the way of his food. <laughs> but yeah, he's most likely a militant atheist. Yeah. I know we're being very quiet for today's episode, but we kind of got to pace ourselves for a few reasons. One, it's an hour and a half long. <laughs> Two, Rick's not seen it, and there's a lot of information to take in. Yeah, I think that uh, that might be the first time I've heard Earth That Was name-dropped. Yeah. Trauma surgeons, that's... Uh... That's the uh, that's that's an important one. 
Mm, mm. That's like, oh, someone got hit by a car and needs to be operated on right now. Okay, I guess I'll scrub up. Uh, another important word in that conversation was was. Ah, you're, you're, you, you are listening. Yeah. However, um, I think that more implies the location rather than the occupation because, you know, sure. we know he's not on the central planets at the moment. He was just on a planet that wasn't quite so much. Yeah, he's no longer in the place where the, where he was doing what he was doing. Chopsticks and tomato. Yeah. You, um... This table is real tense with just that one confrontation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one statement of, walk away from this table. It also yeah. it also shows that Mao, Dutt, even though he was a bit... Wasn't even mean to, uh, to Kaylee earlier, but was a bit uh, short with her. He, he still cares about her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't see the point in this one. Yeah, here we go, fan service time. Like she, yeah, she's scrubbing up. Do we need to see that? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to see more of it before I give you an answer. I guess the point of this scene is to show that she doesn't care about being seen in the nude. Hmm. That's another thing about this show. It's like it doesn't matter who the character is; they've they're all they've all got a, a bit of charisma in the sense that they always chat mad shit. Yeah, yeah, and and even someone who has their own beliefs and principles, you can tell that they're a good person based on how much they are willing to flex them for the um, for the purposes of getting getting along with people. Yeah. It's one of those interesting things, though. The reason why Mao feels comfortable uh, exerting a bit of a dominance is he's the captain. He's essentially king on the ship. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, these are my opinions. Everyone holds these while they're on my ship. Which is fucked. But you can understand why someone might think that way. Yep, yep. That's one way of... That's cool. Yeah, it is. It's think of piss, but... <laughs> No, it flushed immediately once it closed in. Did you? It even had the subtitle yeah, flushing. Yeah, it had the subtitle of flushing, but um, not everyone is great at aiming straight. Well, I think the assumption is that he was. Yeah, <laughs> he's the main character. He aims straight. Oh, we're going to learn about his aiming later on. Okay. That is a lot of Chinese. It was. I wonder if they actually learnt those words or if they just um, parroted them. Um. Oh, hello. 
I absolutely love it when people hit people and their hand hurts after. Hmm. Hmm. Because it's meant to. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason why karate people do chops and slaps. Yes. <laughs> I didn't catch that his name was Shepherd Book. Uh, his name's not Shepherd. Shepherd is his rank. Yeah, yeah, she- yeah. But like, is is his title as a priest? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I didn't get that his name was Book until it was brought up as a subtitle. That's fair. See, so yeah, that's it's very interesting, isn't it? Because uh, Mao was absolutely, absolutely willing to play ball because he's got his own shit to hide. But you know, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Now, if there's one oh, person yeah. you don't want to get shot. It's the cute one. Well, the kid, but yeah, yeah. I see what I mean about chops and slaps. Yeah, don't shoot the cute kid. And then, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, if only we we had a surgeon on board, eh? Yeah. Man, this is a weird standoff, isn't it? I absolutely love how Jane's first response to someone getting shot is, okay, I'm going to shoot the person who did the shooting. Yep. God, I love this show. Sorry, go on. It's normally a decent response to the person who's normally done the most wrong. Except in this case, you know. Yeah. They do not have enough time for this shit. <laughs> no, no. I do appreciate that he immediately dives in as soon as he knows he's safe. Yeah. 
I see what you mean about the Shining Bottom now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen this show before, the entirety of it, and I never really made the connection. That it's called a Firefly because it's de- designed after a Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> With a glowy arse for an engine. <laughs> oh yeah, they got that futuristic shit that doesn't require a needle, you just shoot it straight through the skin. Well, the implication is it does have a needle, but anybody can can administer it with just a trigger. But there is that thing that you can do to to prick yourself now, which just pierces the skin via a shot of air rather than a needle. Okay, I don't know. I don't Mine... think it's widespread, but yeah, it does exist. Mine is still a little piece of steel. Oh, fair enough. I don't have one. I don't have anything that requires it yet. There's a secondary thing where you can get an implant underneath your skin, and you can just like read it. Yeah, via, you, like, yeah, you told me this before, and it still makes me go, "Ugh, so stop." <laughs> <laughs> I do like how even Jane is concerned enough to like peek through a peephole. Mm, mm. I, again, I appreciate Jane being a, a ruffian. Mm-hmm. Now, Rick, before this opens, what do you think's inside it? Jack. Huh? Jack. Subject zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So what would your first thought be at this revelation? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> we said it in unison. But yeah. Um I'd assume that she's some kind of clone. Um and that he's maybe like taking some kind of custom sex doll across the universe. <laughs> How to break the tension. <laughs> Give me your jacket, dude. I don't know about you, but that super makes me feel uneasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he could have at least given her some undies. Okay, but I assume that they needed to... The the freezing process would not be clove-friendly. Sure, sure. Potentially freezing them to the skin, which you don't want. True enough, fair enough. Man, all I can think of now is the future armor, like bikini in a can. You just spray yourself with shit, and then you just get clothes out of it. 
So she like a super psychic or something? We don't know that yet. It it takes a long time for anything with this character to become solid information that you can actually put away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Like, she is the enigma of the series, I assume. Like, I don't feel too bad, because I know you know some shit, because Serenity shows her doing some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> which she does not do for a very long time in the series. Yeah, it's like Jedi Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. Oy, oy. Again, apologies for uh, not saying much while we're absorbing the heaviness. I've already absorbed it, but I don't want to talk over it for Rick's sake. It's a very good thing that he's teamed up with this crew that doesn't like the Alliance anyway. Mm-hmm. So canonically, she is at least 16 at this point. Yep. Which is important to know, because I don't think people under the age of 16 are allowed to be nude on camera. No. I think in America it's 18. Yeah, but they didn't necessarily film certain shots in America, did they? Sure, sure. It's one of those weird things, because I think the actress who played um, Sansa Stark had to have her parents in the room while filming a sex scene because she was underage. Oh boy, how awkward is that? Y oh yeah, boy. yeah, not great. That's even worse. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You're captain in a ship. By the way, we kidnapped an FBI agent. Yep. <laughs> like he's probably going to be your pet punching bag from now on because you you can't let them loose. Yeah. Well, I know how it ends. So. Yep. Yep. It's like the Robotas from fucking, um, Inside Job. They've got the big bad of the first episode as a pet thing in the basement for the entire series. I, I, no, I didn't continue that show, but fair enough. <laughs> Standard Netflix thing of something that's meant to be a one-shot thing just turns out to be a background thing for all of season one. Mm. I think that means shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
you got to give this dude some credit, because he does not know shit about how the galaxy works as a whole. And uh, no. here he is, uh, going toe-to-toe with Mao. <laughs> yeah, because he thinks he's now lost everything that could be a dagger over his head. There you go, he found a trigger point. Yep. Do not call him Alliance. <laughs> oh, that's such a good rationalization. Pain is scary. It's such a Homer line, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's a really skeezy line, though. Yeah, that's the kind of line that gets your throat slit. (laughs) 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 to be fair when you when you usually when one encounters a fog especially when they've got a a posh streak up their ass Mm -hmm. they do tend to be like fog doesn't know anything this will be easy it's kind of why conan gets away with so much shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're ex- they're expecting an eight intelligence barbarian and he's like at least 14. Yeah, and the rest. Yeah. <laughs> D- depends on the story, admittedly. By the way, interesting fact about Conan. Hmm? His license is in the public domain everywhere but the States. Okay. Because uh, of that Disney bullshit, so they extended the um, copyright laws and characters. It means Conan still belongs to the estate. Okay. Of, uh, okay. of the guy who created him in America. But everywhere else, it's like, well, no, fucker's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things. If you do make something that uses the Conan license, uh, or the Conan IP even, if you're going to release it in America, you're going to have to cut a deal with the estate. Yeah. And I got but That's a big market to lose out on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a big market of people with a lot of disposable income. Yep. I think the only market that may be bigger is China, but they don't have quite so much disposable income. 
No, 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 no. The ones that do have a lot, the ones that don't have none. Yep. There's a reason why a lot of the sweatshops are over there. Yep. I was half expecting that to be a fucking cliffhanger moment next time on Dragon Ball Z. Nah, we've still got half hours, son. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately looked to see if, oh, is this going to be the credits? No, it's not. We've still got another half hour. That's a whole other, that's a whole other episode. But, you know, just having the music change and everyone get nervous and antsy tells you how much of a problem that a single ship of Reavers is. Yep. Cut power and drift at ballistic speed. Yep. Man, that's a statement. Yep. Like it's telling that everyone has gone quiet on the ship, even though in space they're not gonna hear what's going on in the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a real psychological thing. Mm. It is a cool looking ship though. It is. One thing that makes me smile, though, is that even though they're, they're only a race of angry rape pillagers, they're still taking the time to paint the ship. <laughs> yeah, because war! <laughs> paint the ship to look even more evil. So we've got two very different coping mechanisms there. If they board the ship, we've got the companion with her needle of instant death, and we've got Jane yeah. loading up a fucking shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't say he's not going to use it on himself in diet case of dire mishap. However, I mean, he also had a wall full of guns, so yeah. That said, shotgun to the face slash head is not a good way of doing that. No, it's not. And I'm not going to tell people what is a good way because we're not that type of show. But you know, no, 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 no. Whenever you think of that thing, you should always take the you should always take a moment to think. Now, what if I fuck this up? What will my quality of life be? Yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing that you can always put up till tomorrow. Like, and keep doing that until... <laughs> Talk to people. Yes. It's not a subject yeah, I yeah. want to make too much light out of. No, 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 absolutely. Hey, good news, she can talk. Yeah. She's also high as a fucking kite. <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> That's probably oh, a good thing. Shit. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, cause she can see the other girl in the room. Yeah, one would assume so. Yeah, yeah. You know, as long as she's able to turn her head, which, you know, you normally can. I mean, when she first started talking to Mal, Mal was looking at the other person in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, having faith in people will get you killed. Yeah, plus, you know, the other kind of faith is something that he doesn't have. Oh, yeah, she can turn her head. There we go. You do just kind of want to squeeze her cheeks. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like she's a squirrel with a, with cheeks full of nuts. Which you should not do that, by the way. Do not squeeze a, a, a squirrel's cheeks if it has nuts in. No. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have fingers in its cheeks as well in a minute. Just on that topic, by the way, I remember when I worked with meerkats, I got told by the zookeeper, uh, uh, I know they look cute, but don't touch them. And I'm like, why would no. I touch them? And he went, well, someone did that once and lost a finger. And I'm like, idiot. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> we had some plastic meerkats that we put up in the back garden on springs. <laughs> and um, when squirrels used to run along the wall because it was an elevated pathway to elsewhere, uh, they would get to where the meerkats were and freeze. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I've got dogs, so I don't need fake shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they get to the meerkats and freeze and be like, shit, shit, this is a fucking weasel. I'm dead. Um, and then eventually they realize that it was made of plastic and they could move along with their lives. But every time there was a new squirrel, it would have the same fucking reaction. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Squirrels are dumb. Oh, they're actually pretty smart, but yeah, compared to... Anything you know, else, they of... are dumb. <laughs> Little shitheads as well. They can, they can undo, like, wing nuts and everything. What a bombshell for the first episode, eh? Yeah. Hope you weren't too attached to that character. God, the blurring. Oh. Hmm. So River's going to now be the replacement mascot. Yeah, no, Malcolm's a dick. <laughs> Again, if you didn't know that Malcolm had a bit of a dickhead in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that to someone? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine it. It doesn't mean I'd do it. <laughs> 
It's the Han Solo thing of, I don't know, I can imagine quite a bit. Oh. Man, look at this old ass fuck it. We've got tech like this that's better now. Can you imagine? Yes. <laughs> or can you believe, I should say. Can you believe it? I, I always think of the same thing when the show, like, little TVs on the in the 60s in cars. And I'm like, yeah, we got better shit than that now that you can put into your watch. Yeah. But even having FaceTime, like, people wouldn't have imagined that being a real thing in a few years. No. Like, the idea of a video phone being a thing in your house that's screwed to the wall. Yeah. Like, they couldn't think far enough ahead for that thing to have skipped being a thing that's hardwired straight to being handheld. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that being said, WWF did predict Skype. Okay. And their video calls, <laughs> except their video calls were via the Titantron. Fair <laughs> enough. Jumbotron Skype. <laughs> I like how none of them are fooled by this. It is her turn. <laughs> it's shit. Hmm. Yeah, don't just keep rolling and hoping for a nat 20. Yeah. Hoping you remember that later on. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a divination wizard to force it either. Oh no. <laughs> These do feel like entirely different episodes, but this is just one extra long, well, double length episode. Sure. And we know it's double length because on Disney Plus every other episode is 44 minutes, this one's 88. Yeah. <laughs> Man, will the duster ever not be cool? I hope not. Like, I hope it stays cool because I think it's cool. <laughs> I think one of my favourite Rooster Teeth um, podcast moments was when Blaine was on it. And uh, Bernie was saying how uh, Blaine explained his uh, his zombie go-to kit, and in it he had a duster, just because it looks <laughs> cool. At, to which yeah, Bernie yeah. said, and I quote, I vaguely quote, what's going to happen is someone's going to have a story of, oh, where would you get that duster? It's like, oh, yeah, I shot a guy for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a little hole in the front, a big hole in the back, but, uh, you know, looks cool, right? Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Interesting time to bring this up. Hmm. Yeah, but it's also Jane. 
Shoot first, ask later. <laughs> well, shoot first, shoot later, ask if you can remember that you were meant to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of small costume changes making, look, making characters look more um, interesting, this dude looks better when he shed the coat. Well, I don't know. How unnecessary. Isn't it? Yeah, like, hitting someone twice like that is what you're doing if you're going to brain them to death, which, as far as I'm concerned, he is now just done. Well, I've got a spoiler for you. Anyone you saw in the opening credits probably isn't done anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> also, you saw these characters in Serenity. It was over ten years ago, but yes. Fair. In case you couldn't tell, we're doing Space Cowboys. <laughs> I like the one random mini tractor. <laughs> got, yeah, and the one guy's, one guy's got a top hat. Who'd he kill to get that, do you think? <laughs> so top him hat. <laughs> I cannot be understated how much power you need to have to knock someone out of a punch. Yes. Unless you go straight for the medulla oblongata. Yeah, but even then, if you damage that, dead. Yes. <laughs> like, there's a certain amount of strength you have to have to hit to knock someone out of one punch without killing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got taught in my, like, skeletal anthropology, do not get hit in this. <laughs> Ugh. He's going to shoot his cock off. No, for real, like, you don't ever see people check safeties in, in, in media. Like, you know why it wastes a half a second of film, but you know. I do like that. I'm getting the goods, but here's also my gun. Yep. Man, good throw, good catch. So yeah, you, you were theorising copper earlier, but just food. <laughs> like again, oh, like God. always just demonstrating that Kaylee is pure pure innocent. Yep, yep. Dickhead, mate. Can you fuck off now? Isn't it? Yep. (laughs) 
Man, the little tractor is kind of cute, though. Yeah. Oh, that's why he's got a top hat, so he can get it shot off. <laughs> yeah, didn't quite get shot off, did it? <laughs> well, shot through. It did get shot off, just, you know, also through. Yeah. That's a nice little bonding moment, you know? Yeah. Shows that Wash is a good person. Yeah, yeah. Boy, everything just goes to shit in these last ten minutes. Ah, so this is why Cade uses a massive hand cannon pistol. Oh yeah, it's absolutely just Mal. <laughs> Which I think is why a lot of sci-fi nerds were really excited by that game. Yep. The Maltron 6000. Yeah. That's pretty badass for a doctor. Yeah, it is. I know it's, no. it doesn't happen that often, but it is just a nice touch having people swear and shit in Chinese. Yeah, yeah. So when uh, when he said that in Chinese, if it weren't for the subtitles, I thought he was just saying, we're done. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> I, oh, it's something that always bothers me in Westerns. Yeah, you're using a horse as cover. Like, it's it's destructible. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she's still annoyed about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have killed you. I, I, come to think of it, I think the Chinese thing is just so that they could get away with swearing. Yes. Oh, I like the idea that, yeah, the Reavers turn upside down just to present their most armoured part of the ship yeah. to the atmosphere for burn-up. Yeah, they're not complete uh, mindless savages. Mm-hmm. Like, even a cat knows the most efficient way to do the thing that it wants to do. Yeah. You don't get much more mindless and impulsive than a cat. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you cannot let this shit work, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly killing in cold blood, either. Yeah, no, he was going to kill a civilian for no reason. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And he's one lunge away from another gun as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
which which he will one hundred percent use. Yep. Space Cowboys. And indeed, the gangster of love. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> when are we going to start doing those live-action anime for our reviews? <laughs> <laughs> That's nervous laughter because he knows I'll do it. We're going to get the most badass character-defining moment in about two minutes. Or less. Mm. Seriously. If you don't find this moment badass, there's something wrong with you. I thought he was going to ride the horse into the into the ship, but... Uh... Maybe... So, mm, I get you. Wait for it. If you don't think that's badass, you've got issues. Mm. I like Cool Jane because he's the only one who's strong enough to fucking throw a dead man. Yep. <laughs> if someone does not want to be lifted, it is very hard to lift them. Yes. Like, there's a reason they call it dead weight. Yeah. Dude, um, there was this thing one time where I've, t- I've, s- I've spoken about Owen Hart before on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. But he yeah, had a reputation so. behind the scenes to be a absolute <laughs> absolute wanker and little shit in like a Dennis <laughs> the Menace type of way. Um, there was a wrestler called Lex Luger. Now, if you're not familiar, he had muscles like fuck. He was a very show muscle type of man. Okay, okay. But they were just that, show muscles. Sure. Which means... What Owen Hart used to do is they'd have a tag match with, uh, it was Lex Luger and Davy Boy versus Owen Hart and someone else. And when Lex Luger was in the ring, Owen would dead weight and, you know, just put his feet down and Lex Luger couldn't lift him up and Lex Luger was going, Aah! and then go, oh, fuck it, tag in Davy Boy. <laughs> and then Davy Boy's in and Owen Hart would be like, yep, yeah, and you got fucking Davy Boy doing these stupid lifts with Owen Hart, making himself look like a goddamn monster. <laughs> So yeah, my favorite, shit. my favorite trope for um for show muscles is uh just punching him in the place where you think they've taken the steroids. Oh no. Ah. <laughs> One of the guys he used to work with his brother just suddenly like doubled in size. And um his way of getting back at him was just punching him in the th- in the leg. <laughs> oh man. Ugh. By the way, you but uh, by the by, you like uh, spacecraft shit, right? Yeah. Go, here's your fucking five minutes of porn. Yep. The little side windy bits, yeah. <laughs> Just like Beggar's Canyon back home. Okay. I like how Haley's down here directing shit. Shepard needs to be there because he knows what everything's called. Jane's there because... Eh. Yep. <laughs> in case a lever needs pushing really hard. I guess so, right? <laughs> but you got to bear in mind, Kaylee usually does all that shit, so you'd have to assume there's not that much force needed. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever heard of a crazy Ivan? No. Ah, it's one of those things that occasionally gets referenced in other sci-fi shit, and this is where it originated from. Okay. 
I do like that. Where is it? And Kayla's like, P I'm pointing. <laughs> That's the face of someone who's like, yeah, simple my ass. <laughs> this lunchbox full of, like, kids' first attempt at using LEDs. Oh, yeah. How to make an electronic thing look electronic in sci-fi. Just throw a bunch of wires in there. Bunch of wires, a bunch of flashing things. One big thing that stays lit. There we are. I guess it's a t at least a minimum of a two-person job anyway to pull that manoeuvre. Sure. How much fuel do you think you burn doing that shit? All. <laughs> <laughs> like, the rest of this trip is going to be ballistic movement. Which isn't bad, because there's not a lot of friction out in space. True. <laughs> like, most, most of what you need fuel for out in deep space is avoiding gravitational pulls. Oh, fair enough. And, and slowing down on the way to the thing that you're trying to land at. Okay. Because the, um, the fastest you can possibly go is to accelerate until halfway in your journey and then decelerate from there. Okay. It's also space, because bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. Just enough to get to a fuel station. How convenient. Heh. <laughs> 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 I fucking love Wash so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we do get a flashback at one point where he gets first recruited and he's got a really shitty little mustache. It's quite funny. Oh. Yeah. Also, Zoe fucking hates him. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So that's that's always entertaining, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Now, I don't know how if you're going to continue watching Firefly, but there is a a moment where Shepard has to uh, arm up to help. And when everyone says, you're a Shepard, you're not allowed to kill, he gets he has this really bad uh, badass line of, yeah, but God's a bit more forgiving about kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing about um, Archbishop Odo in, like, 1066. Whenever he's depicted on the Bayo Tapestry, not only does he steal the scene, but he's always wielding a fucking mace to avoid bloodshed. Oh, yeah, because that, yeah, it's it's so hypocrit uh, hypocritical, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can brain someone and like, <laughs> literally kill them. <laughs> I mean, if you're up against knights, a mace is a fucking go-to weapon. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like, maces and warhammers, um, yeah. Like, Warhammer's probably the better one, because you've got a choice of bash in or pick through. Yeah, except um, you want a mace, because then you get a, to hold a shield. Because unlike Dark Souls 2 and... Sorry, unlike Dark Souls 3, a shield is actually useful in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you probably do want a two-hander Warhammer IRL. Warhammers weren't really that good for single combat. Is the pro Oh, sorry, were only really good for single combat. 
Yeah. Um, you could have a like a poleaxe version. Well, it's no longer a hammer, is it? Warhammers were yeah, uh, Warhammers yeah. were actually pretty decent on horseback. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just you know, anything longer is better. Yeah, but at that point, so, go for a halberd because it's everything. Yeah, yeah, or a billhook. Are oh, you getting a bit too uh, late in the game for that, though? <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of blades on sticks that go well on horses. Yeah. This is uh, I think this is important dialogue that's about to happen. This is the bit where they figure out that he actually just forgot and left the knife there. Could you imagine having someone on your crew who you know will turn on you. Yeah. But just hasn't had the right criteria met yet. Yeah, like they openly have a price point that no one has yet met. Yeah. It's like the uh, the good old mercenary if you have mercenaries as your as a backbone of your army unless they have some super honor code of yeah, the first person that hired us no matter what is the one that holds the contract. Yeah, they could be bought again. That's usually how they play them in media. However, yeah. it's it's usually I will ups- offer this obscene amount of money, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why the Swiss Guard is so well known as the as the hundred who protected the Pope when his mm. armies turned on him because his armies were all mercenaries from Germany. Yes, yes. And you know he couldn't afford to pay them, <laughs> which I is think a the bit Swiss of a problem. Guard... I think the Swiss Guard are the only mercenaries that Switzerland are allowed to have. Uh, the Swiss Guard back then were explicitly used to guard the Pope. Yeah, yeah. I think like, they still think, are, in fact. Yeah, I think they are. Like, I think that's the only permanent military that they can have. Apart, like Everyone else is trained and does the national service, but they can't be permanent military. Well, it's one of the, well yeah, because Switzerland's got that vow of neutrality. However, Switzerland is dangerously close to Russia. Yeah. So... Well, you've also got to bear in mind, that's how fucking historic this conflict was, in that Switzerland broke their fucking neutrality. Yeah. (laughs) To protect the Pope. What? No. Not in this instance. Okay. No, I'm I'm, I'm talking about right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In supporting Ukraine. (laughs) Mm, mm. No, um, the Swiss Guard technically doesn't answer to Switzerland, they answer to the Pope. Okay. So, therefore, they don't need to be neutral. Fair enough. I completely missed that entire conversation, but, you know. Yeah, so, so did I. Like, The important one was the one that came just before it, in my opinion. Yeah. Josh Wheaton. Dickhead. Um, needs to be said every time his name's mentioned. Please work. All right, it's, we've been on a, on a string lately of just that working. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, only a minute of credits, because this was out before uh, Disney Plus took over everything. Yeah. Like, I think they might have a bit of text-only credits for other language subtitles, but that's about it. They don't have other dubs or anything. Yeah, but it's like nowadays you've got credits, you get the fucking craft team for France. 
and stuff yeah. in it, and it's just like, okay, I fair fair enough. You want your name to be credited on a film, but fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we got about Man, forty one, seconds. Two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. That's when it was. Oh, I would have been ten, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, good old twentieth century Fox logo as well. Mm. Yeah, Deutsch Fassung, which I think means German dub. <laughs> Mit dem Stimmen von Malcolm. But yeah, uh, man, that's a good show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It does make me want to watch more. Well, that's good. You've got about 13 episodes before you have to watch the... Don't watch the movie. <laughs> I have to, before I have to watch the movie again to get some kind of closure and be able to see the movie that I've already seen with some actual fucking context, you know? Well, it's one of those weird <laughs> things where the reason why characters get endings, and in as in permanent endings in the movie, is because Joss Wheaton was convinced he'd never get another chance to do anything, so, oh, okay, I can just do permanent things. Also, Alan yeah. Turdick had other filming commitments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think is a very cheap reasoning for to kill off that character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, kind of touched on it already, but what did you think? I thought it was good. It was a nice way of melding the two genres and i can see why so many other things try to evoke this like outer wilds yeah yeah like without being the same series in the same world things like outer wilds are just going oh yeah we want to do the same thing again and let people have the same degree of wonder and discovery about something that we all know we're going to enjoy yes uh but yeah how about you what did you think on a rewatch good this isn't yeah. the first time i've rewatched episode one because it's it's a very good uh it's very good at establishing all the characters which is what an episode one one needs to do. Yeah, yeah. I think we even brought that up during the episode that not all of the character establishments are just the character. They're, they're also bouncing off each other. It's not just the character, it's how they interact with the rest of the team. Also, Disgaea, of all things, has referenced this. There is a oh, yeah. there is a spear that you can get in Disgaea 2, which is called uh, Sky Piercer or something, which is the name of Lu Bu's weapon in Dynasty Warriors. However, the description of it is, curse your sudden yet inevitable betrayal. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, it's really... It's it's really fun when you get a two-for-one Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, shall we say, wind down and do our usual closing statements. Rick, favourite moment? Right at the beginning, Wash playing with dinosaurs with two great lines of this land we shall call this land and the curse your sudden yet inevitable betrayal. So you can never have carnivores and herbivores coexist for too long, man. No. <laughs> There's an entire show about it called Zootopia. <laughs> Uh, movie that you, I think you're thinking yeah, of the yeah uh, yeah movie Zootopia show B stars yeah which I I'd never gave a fair chance but I also kind of don't want to uh, <laughs> episode two is less miserable yeah. but yeah but yeah how about you what was your favorite moment I I called it when it came out and I'm gonna stick to it and that is Malcolm Reynolds coming back to the ship doesn't need to say a word the guy is going on an evil spiel with a gun to a little girl's head and Malcolm doesn't need to say a word lifts up gun shoots bad guy keeps walking like nothing happened yep yep. <laughs> Sees the situation unfolding, just grimly strides up full speed. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't waver. Blam. I believe we actually um we actually glossed over the line, but earlier on in the episode he does say to Simon, if I ever kill you, you'll be awake, you'll be looking me in the eye, and you'll be armed, which is all things that that character he shot was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, absolutely. But unfortunately we can't only dwell on the good, we do have to touch upon the negatives. So to that end, Rick, weakest link. Weakest link is that we all know that it ended. We all know that it ended too soon, and as you say, I say we all know, but I didn't know until today, that it was set up for failure by Fox by airing them out of order. So the weakest link is Fox, really. Yeah. <laughs> 
how about you? Who is your weakest link? I mean, I entirely agree with you. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say the weakest link was no second season, but yeah, pin it on Fox because it was Fox. There is actually a very specific individual who you can pin this on. I can't remember her name, but she okay. constantly, uh, whenever she appears on a panel or interview, she always goes. Uh, she has a go-to quote, which is, "Everyone always blames me for Firefly ending, but they never give me credit for get- for airing it in the first place." It's like, yeah, because you set it up to fail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also a time when someone mentioned that on a during a panel, which both Nathan Fillion and uh, Alan Turdick were on, and one of them gave the anecdote of, um, yeah, Wikipedia it has in big letters that she's the reason Firefly was cancelled. Uh, once a week, it gets taken off and then put back up, and then they just smile as if they're the person who's fucking putting it back up every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no proof for that, but I have my suspicions. They take turns. Someone's got to be sleeping at some point, but yeah, they take turns. <laughs> But yes, let's end on our high note. Rick, MVP. MVP is between Malcolm Reynolds and Nathan Fillion. I think I'm going to give it to Nathan Fillion because he was able to command a lot of scenes just by smoldering. (laughs) (laughs) I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously it was in character, but by the same token, it's difficult to extract the character from the actor in hindsight because of how inextricably linked they are now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to have to give it 51% to Nathan Fillion. How about you? Who's your MVP? Set dressing. Yeah! Normally I gush about the ships, but the ships weren't the focus, and even when they were the focus of a scene, it was all about the tension of the scene rather than, yeah, the visual spectacle. Yeah, I, like, I'd, I'd agree with you and give it to Mao slash Nathan Fillion, however, you've given it, and I feel like the everyone in charge of environments in general, not just set dressing, but environments, like the, the, the place where the shootout was going to take place, the serenity, yeah. the ship itself, even Persephone. Mm-hmm. Great. It looks like worlds. Yeah. Totally, 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 absolutely. And yeah, I don't think we can do much better than that. And yeah, if you made it this far, you know the drill by now, guys. We do appreciate you listening. Uh, if you want to let us know what you thought slash give us ideas for future episodes, we have the comment section down below on YouTube. If you're not watching via YouTube but listening via one of our many audio platforms, you can instead send us an email. Where they send said email to, Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com Yes, yes, yes. And alas, it had to happen someday, but uh, we, with that, we come to an end of our May the 4th, and we can stop being idiots and go back to our normal scheduled pro uh, broadcast. Yeah, and by the time you listen to this, Kenobi will be out, so I'm envious of future you. Yes, yes. We were, <laughs> we were actually debating having Kenobi be our final episode, however, because of the timings with me going to MCM on that day we wouldn't be able to watch it yeah it was a, it was a poor choice that was always going to not work out well and i think this was a good ending to the month yeah all the best everybody bye keep yourself safe and keep yourselves happy toodles